Yo! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino, a.k.a. number 17 of all Latin podcasts, a.k.a. number 24 of all Bronx podcast influencer list, and Mr. Unsuable for maybe 60-something weeks running. I could kill us. Anyway, listen. Let me just turn off my mic. Hold on. I want to make sure. Got some technical difficulties right now because I'm live streaming from Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and also on Instagram. I want to make sure all my levels is right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, wait. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see something. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, 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 hold up. Hold up. Hold up, hold up. I want to make sure everything's all good. I want to make sure. Nah. No, 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 no. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to fix that. All right. So we're ending it on Instagram. Delete that. We're ending it on Instagram. Delete that. Anyways, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Yo, what up? <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. So uh, I try to see if I can live stream on uh, Instagram. What's it happening? Anyway. So what's up, guys? What's going on? I hope everybody is having a great, great, great week. I hope everybody is having a great, great, great time. I want to give a huge shout out to everybody in the chat. Harlem, Danielle, Johnny Mills, the only JS. These are my riders, bro. Shout out to y'all. I want to give a huge shout out to Denise, a huge shout out to Brotep, um, just being a jazzy podcast, a radical, happy Thanksgiving, shout out to you, shout out to you, shout out to you, happy Thanksgiving as well, um, I don't celebrate it personally, but it's all good, everybody else could do their own thing, not judging, not judging, but there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about, there's a lot of things we're going to discuss, there's a lot of things that I want to pretty much um give my um opinion on because uh wait hold on i want to win i want to i want there's a couple of things that i want to bring to the forefront and talk about because uh this uh incident about ahmaud arbery is not a isolated incident whatsoever it's not a it's not a situation that is, you know, unique to anybody that's non-white. You know what I'm saying? It isn't something that is pretty much uh, uncommon when it comes to our people. Um, the the thing about the thing about it is, is that um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things in this in this uh case that ended up uh occurring there's a lot of things in this case that ended up occurring a lot of things in this case that ended up happening that uh it's it, it pretty much uh uh it, it it pretty much needs some attention you know it pretty much needs uh to be talked about pretty much needs to to be discussed because everything in this case no matter um how you how you cut it no matter how you 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 know put it across or whatever the case is everything in this case was pretty much craziness they, this case right here um one i want to just give a huge shout out to 
to all the jurors that was up in there. They actually made the right call. Um, they were uh, 11 white jurors and one black one. So I want to give a huge shout out to them. Uh, I think and I will just probably, probably I'm wrong, but I think that those are the white allies that we need in these court cases. As we know, there's a bunch of other times where white supremacists gotten off. They've pretty much broken the law. They have not been, you know, just in the justice system, but yet for some reason they end up getting off because the whole jury was like, whoa, we saw the video and we obviously saw the crime being committed, but you know what? He's okay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wasn't on point with that and they actually got them. These these three white supremacists, because they are white supremacists, they got them the up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Now, my thing about the whole whole thing is first of all, let's start in the in the beginning. Um this system of white supremacy was gonna cover this whole thing up. Let's just keep it a hundred. Let's just keep it one hundred. The system of white supremacy was gonna cover this up. If anybody doesn't remember. When this this whole situation started, it didn't get that much media attention whatsoever. Not whatsoever. It didn't get that much media attention. It was just here and there, and that's basically it. The video wasn't even out. You know what I'm saying? The video wasn't even out. Then, these, these remember, these three white men, they're free. They're pretty much good. In behind closed doors, they were secretly sharing this video amongst themselves you had cops you had neighbors you pretty much had that whole town secretly sharing this thing amongst themselves talking about it pretty much glorifying the actions of these three individuals and they saw that as a win they saw the actions of those three individuals as a win for white supremacy and the fact that this video got released is because of one lawyer that felt like this is something bad that is occurring and everybody needs to see it he felt like he was about to go take the fall for it so he put it out and that's when everyone went crazy that's when everyone went crazy once that video got released everybody it went crazy on TikTok, twitter youtube everywhere to the point where a week later a week later because everybody was going crazy everybody demanded some a answers for what's going on a week later that's when those white supremacists got convicted and arrested you know what i'm saying but the buffoonery does not stop there when that video came out we have to remember that white supremacy plays both sides what's the first thing that came out of that that thing what was the first thing that came out of that thing the the the, you know, the video came out, it went crazy, everybody goes crazy. What's the first thing that white supremacists started to do? What's the first thing? Does anybody in the chat remember? They started to make memes about it, but what's the first thing that they started to do? Does anybody remember? Anybody? Anybody remember? Y'all could put it in the private chat, y'all could put it in the in the in the in the public chat. 
anybody remember what these white supremacists started to do once that thing went once that thing started going off and they started making memes? They started nobody, I think nobody got it. Uh school records, crim, nope, no criminal records. No, no, no. We, we, we'll get to that. No criminal records. The first thing that they started to do was relabel the action of Ahmaud Arbery and replace the N-word with another word that just became a white supremacist dog whistle, which is this. I'm not even going to say it, but I'm going to put it up in the screen. This word right here, well, my bad, right here. <laughs> this word right here became a white supremacist dog whistle to anybody in the room. This word, wait, 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 okay. This, <laughs> this word right here became a white supremacist rallying cry for anybody that is in the know. That word right there. That word right there became something that the white supremacists started to make fun of. Because you got to understand whenever you're a group that needs to subjugate another group and you come from a place of dominance and that's all your history was, that's all your culture is, is dominance. You're going to take tragic situations like that and turn it into a joke and not only that but replace certain words in order to fit that racist narrative that you already created that word right there became synonymous with white supremacy that word right there it became so synonymous that everybody started to use it you started seeing it in chats you started seeing it in, in, in message boards. You started seeing it in videos. To the point beca because it was a coded, a coded language, it took a little bit of time for people to be like, wait a minute, they, they actually mean this and this and this. That word right there. Once the video came out, that word right there became synonymous with white supremacy. So right now, whoever, first of all, we got to understand the way white supremacy works, they take jokes and flip it into dog whistles because you know why? Because when you're in the group, in the room, when somebody says that, everybody else is going to be like, what are you talking about? But there's going to be that one person saying, that's my white supremacist brother right there. So whatever happens, he got my back. That's why it's a, it's a dog whistle. That's why we got to codify these dog whistles and we got to codify these terms. That's why we got to codify these terms. Because if you don't codify these terms and we don't see what they're really talking about, we're going to be left out in the dust talking about, well, that word right there doesn't really mean nothing. It's just a word. No. 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 So we have to really see and really pick apart what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? They're dog whistles. We got to really pick apart what they mean. And how they frame certain things. That word right there. Then the second thing happened after their the, this trial started to happen. The judge did something. No, actually, before the judge even did anything, one of the prosecutors actually had to re recant herself and 
she got arrested for misconduct. Why? Because she was up in the DA's office trying to take away evidence that was permanent and very, very important for the case. She was deliberately trying to help the white supremacists out. She got found out straight to jail. That's, one, that's the second fuckery that started happening in this case. For those who don't know, look that up. The DA, the DA in this case, started, got arrested because she started to mess up the evidence in this case. Look it up. Look it up. This is exactly what started. This is this is exactly what what started to happen. And then after afterwards, what's the next thing that started happening? The judge decided that racist text messages wasn't wasn't conducive to the trial because it was going to set a race based opinion on the trial. The majority of those text messages, some of the text messages were allowed. The majority of those text messages weren't. And those text messages were racist as hell. Those text messages were racist as hell. The thing is that within those text messages, you had the N-word being flown around like crazy. That word that I just flashed up on the screen, flown like crazy, mocking the death and everything calling this dude a coin listen it was insane them text messages were insane were insane but that was the second thing that happened can anybody name me the third thing that happened come on come on people people pe people people yeah yeah smart what's it what's the third thing that happened what's the third thing that happened I think somebody said it before, before, uh, there we go. School records. They started to look up in his school records and look up in his criminal history. The thing is that Ahmaud Arbery was squeaky clean. They couldn't get nothing on him. That's the thing. You have Fox News literally talking about, well, does Ahmaud Arbery actually have a criminal record? To the point, if anybody remembers, to the point, where they actually went as far to get his toxicology reports talking about, well, there was a hint of THC in his system, which means he, he was smoking. What does that have to do with three white supremacists killing them? What, how, what sense does that make? What sense does that make? You know what I'm saying? And JS said it, said it best. Amber Geiger sent out racist text messages too. Always a pattern. Coincidence? Mm, I don't know. Coincidence? I don't know. You know what I mean? And then with all of that combined, a lot of people thought they were going to get out, but they didn't. Now, this is the question. Should we celebrate? I got a lot of people in the back. Just give me a minute. Let me finish my, my thought, and then we'll go right into the Close panel for, for the later half of this video, and then I open it up to everybody else. Should we celebrate? That's the main question. Should we celebrate? Is this guilty verdict a justification for celebration? Have we seen guilty verdicts actually come out, but the, the, the people who actually committed the crime 
get less than 10 years? Should we celebrate? Now, there's a lot of things in this case that tells me they might not get less than 10 years. They might actually get 25, but we don't know. We do not know. The reason is because there's been so many cases where it looks like a slam dunk case and they go like, well, because and they just take out some law from the 1700s. Well, because of this and the sun was up in the east and the temperature was 30 percent. There was a law back in 1700 means that you can't really, you know what I'm saying? They'll probably come up with something crazy where they got to make like they're going to only get five years or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So should we celebrate? I say no. I say this is a small, tiny victory into the sentencing. Once the sentencing happens, that's when we should celebrate. Because not only this, they're claiming, they're claiming that federal hate crime laws are going to be coming down for these three white supremacists. I don't know. They say a lot of things. I don't know if this is actually going to happen. Let's see, because they said hate crime laws were supposed to come down for Derek Chauvin because he showed a pattern of misconduct to non-white people and nothing happened. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. But Tell me what you guys think. Do you guys think should we celebrate or should we wait for the sentencing to actually celebrate? Let me know. I want to give a huge air, air horn for my guest that's about to come in. I want to introduce Jose. What's going on? What's up? Truth teacher and Dawn. What's going on, guys? Good evening, everybody. What's up? How you doing? What up? How's my volume? Your volume is great. Your, your mic right. is good. What's up? What's up? Good, 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 good. I wanna, I Man. wanna, I wanna, I wanna give a huge shout out to everybody up in here. First of all, let me give a. I wanna give a huge Don DeMarco to Bro Tap, Jose, Don, and Truth. Truth, are you still there? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay. I think, I think, I think, I think, hey, yeah, my bad. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to the people who are participating right now. Um, first of all, I want to start with Jose. Um, Jose, uh, question is, should we celebrate? Yes or no? No. Mm. First of all, and there's a couple of reasons why. First of all, these per- we're waiting to see what type of sentences these individuals get. And even if they get hit with 25 years or whatever. One tiny victory does not change the fact that there were people that shouldn't have been sentenced, should have been found guilty, but were not. Let's keep it real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is my own take on it. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody's going to take Just give me a minute. Give me a minute. Uh, Brotep, question for you. Uh, should we celebrate? Yes or no? No, we should not. Even though, to be honest, I'm a bit more. Well, first of all, shout out to the panel. Shout out to you, Rad. And, um, you know, the panel. What up, Jose? What up, Dom? What up, Truth? Yeah. I'm a bit more confident 
in the sentencing than you guys are. I think they're definitely, each of them are getting at least minimum 30 years. That's not what I'm worried about in terms of not celebrating too early. What I'm concerned with is the tip of the iceberg, but I'll hit up on that later. Mm-hmm. But no, we should, we should not be celebrating. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Don, you go. Um, your turn. Uh, should we celebrate? Yes or no? No, because my um, actually, actual scope of it is, is that we should not celebrate yet. Because if you actually look out with history and everything like that, the, you haven't really seen racists actually serve a full life sentence for their crimes. Mm. Or, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go around and, and how should I say, quote cases because I don't know. But then you don't, but then I'm saying all throughout history, you haven't heard um, people serving life sentences for racist crime. So mm. therefore, I'm not really celebrating yet mm-hmm. because for all these, um, for all these um, racist crimes and everything like that, that, mm. ha- that has happened in the United States have seen not one person get the um electric chair for it. My thing is is that as soon as this happened, I want corrupt cops for killing people for in, for killing innocent people not to go to jail. I want them to be executed. Mm. Mm. I I uh, a lot of people might say that that's a little extreme but no, not because I, I will I would agree with you. I, I will I will want the same thing. I, I, I'll tell I'll tell you why I say execution for former law law enforcements that break it off because in this because in every other country if you're corrupt and you kill people mm-hmm. you, in in certain countries you will actually get executed. Why the heck all these cops are getting thirty years and everything like that? The ones that do get convicted, but yet nobody has ever um executed them. I mean that makes no sense. They're not even above the law. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with you. Um, I'm gonna move on the question to Truth Teacher, and then I want I got a question for the whole panel. Um, Truth Teacher, go ahead. Uh, should we celebrate? Yes or no? I don't think something like this this uh, is something that we should be celebrating for the simple fact that an event is what you celebrate. <clears throat> a game is what you celebrate. What we want here, this should be just the beginning of a change in the way the justice system works in this country. It's not something we should be celebrating. We should be looking at this as a beginning to a change in the system. Mm. So this is a first step, you know? Like, until we get to a place where everybody's got justice and equal protection under the law, um, and even then, it's not something that should be celebrated. It's something that should just be. Mm, you know what I'm saying? That's true. No, th- you're 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 right. I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, what was that? I think there was a. Brotep, that's you. Yo, Brotep, I think he's a. Uh, that's you right yeah. there. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Okay, I'm okay, just okay. just working. So. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Um. So let me let me ask. Oh, my bad. 
let me ask the panel. Um, somebody wrote. Uh, well, shout out to Terrell. They they deleted the message, but somebody wrote this. Um, Ahmad Arbery was not an innocent victim. There's more to the story. I w- would really like to know what's more to the story because Ahmad Arbery was accused of stealing something which he did not. You know what was he going to steal in the construction site? A bunch of hammers yeah, br- br- and, and nails. Bring them in. Bring them in. Um, get on yeah. the get on the panel or shut up. Bring uh, them in here. If you guys, if you're willing to get on the panel, hit me up on on Instagram. You could get in right now or wait until uh, I open it up. Shout out to Morena, Morena, que lo que. Uh, but I want to give a question to the panel: Is there something that this person knows that we might not know? Is there more to the story, or are they just a bunch of white supremacists? Let me put it to you this: Let's just say, for the sake of argument, worst case scenario. He was trying to steal something. Number one, <clears throat> the last time I checked, theft was not a capital event. Second of all, were any of these guys law enforcement? No, they weren't. All right, then. So what the fuck difference does it make? What he was doing, legal, not legal, they ain't got nothing to do with it. If he was doing something illegal, then you call law enforcement and you let Law enforcement deal with the crime. You don't take shit into your own hands and and give a capital, you know, capital punishment. Yeah. So yeah. I don't give a fuck what you want to say. These motherfuckers was as wrong as one plus one equals eleven. You know, and all mm. of this stuff. Oh well, you know, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know mm. what you're done now. That's not the way justice. Is supposed to work in this country. You're supposed mm. to be by law innocent until proven guilty. And we also mm. have a clause of a ban against cruel and inhuman punishment. That's true. That's in our constitution. True. So I don't want to hear none of this shit about you don't know what he did. What's going on? Shut the hell up. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, anybody wants to chime in? Uh, actually, oh, I'm sorry. The, jo- the jogger got justice. Deal with it. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, Drew. Um, You're welcome. Uh, Jose, uh, you you wanna you wanna go ahead? Yeah. Go, yeah. Thank you. Look, the fact of the matter is, it happens all the time. They try to criminalize the victim, and the fact of the matter is, Amar Ambry was a victim of murder. Okay, you have three sick people decided to take his life. There was judge, jury, and executioner. Let's keep it real. Okay, um, even assuming that he stole something, whether it be something trivial or a, a large amount, he did not deserve to die. Unfortunately, what, what people like to do is they like to criminalize the victim. And in this case, because the victim was black. That's all I got to say on it. I, I have some, um, oh, yeah, some views ahead. on that. Yeah. yeah go ahead, go ahead. The, this goes back to the Spartans and the Helots with me. I think that th- this uh, dominant society and the white supremacists in general, 
uh, somebody said something very interesting. I think it was Professor Truth or one of those guys who said that the lower the population of white supremacists get, the more desperate and vicious they are. So when, when their population's booming, they leave you alone. But let's say they're down to like a quarter of the population and everyone else is booming, then they get very vicious because they have to exert their dominance over everyone else. Mm. This is what that was. Every once in a while, they have to check you. They have to check all the brown people so that they know where they can go, where they can't go, what they can do, what they can't do, how they can view the world, how they can't view the world mm -hmm. and their place in it in comparison to you. Right. So the Spartans, what they used to do is every once in a while, I'm getting feedback. I hope that's not my microphone. It's no, been happening. <laughs> yeah. The Spartans, what they used to do as a tiny population in Sparta, in Sparta, overseeing all these different groups that uh, formed the Helots, which was kind mm -hmm. of like a slave class, what they used to do is every once in a while, they'd go and kill a Helot. A Helot would be found dead, and that would be psychological warfare for the rest of the population. Like, hey, we better stay where we are. We better stay in our place because this is what can happen. Look, so-and-so was caught with, a, uh, with his throat slit in the field, in the cornfield. Well, they didn't have corn. In the, in the wheat field. So-and-so was caught, you know, uh, decapitated, etc. This is what this yeah. was. And if you notice, it is the first time because of video that those guys really thought was going to exonerate them. I don't know how. That's that, you know, uh, air, high... What do you call it? That's that Aryan super race IQ or something. They yeah, thought this yeah. was going to exonerate them. And so they let that yeah. video go. Without that video, we would have never known how many of these cases are out there right now where they terrify the local population. The local population would know about it. Look, Wanda Cooper Jones, the mom, found out about it. Right. It's just the international population that would bring in all the uh, BLM and Antifa. They're not going to find out. So uh, let me pass the mic to somebody else, but that's, that's my position on it. They have to do this every once in a while and kill one of us in order to keep uh, everyone in a state of shock, right? Especially, you came into the wrong neighborhood, boy. I got to give you a Don DeMarco, bro. That was hard. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I'm going to pass off the mic to Don. Don, um, the same question. Do you do you uh, think that there's more to the story? Like this uh, per person that just wrote, um, he's not an innocent victim. There's more to the story. Do you think so? Yes or no? First of all, this is from if this is the same guy that was um in the comments in the last session that he yeah. was all belligerent and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I think that certain people who actually listen to Republican um you know, conspiracy theory and everything like that. They they want to go, the Republicans, they want to push the narrative of the criminal black guy. And, I've, and I was uh, actually in um, a room in Telegram that actually was talking, that was actually posing all the crimes that, Black people might have committed or might have um did whatever. Oh, they killed an old lady. All these black dudes. You know, it was showing all the narratives that the that black guys 
are the are the ones that are committing crimes and beating up women and everything like that and etc when the fact is all the crimes that we that we that we have done or anything doesn't amount to the crap what white supremacy or white people do i mean that's true think about it we we shoot each other and stuff like that i'm i'm keeping it a buck because i fought dudes and got stabbed and everything like that i never thought you never thought you never seen like a full-scale massacre in a good neighborhood that mm-hmm. contained a black person or a Hispanic person. Mm-hmm. You don't see that in the hood that, oh, yeah, we go around and um, shoot people because they got metal detectors. Half the times mm-hmm. that all these people are shot, they have no metal detectors. They have nothing. They have no plans. They have, all, from the time that school shooting has been going on, they still have no metal detectors. It's always in the hoods or always in urban cities. That they mm-hmm. have metal detectors and everything like that. It's never like in the suburban communities that they have metal detectors. And and once in a little while, you have somebody who's listening to, I don't know what the heck it is. They can't blame it on gangster rap. It was like, oh yeah, you know, Lil Timmy was listening to gangster rap and then he shot his homies. No, it actually is. You could go. A lot of people they push the narrative that. Rap is so bad, but yet nobody pushed the narrative that um heavy metal and all and I don't know what um specification of other metals there is. Yeah, are actually sending these um little innocent, supposedly is innocent bullied kids to shoot everybody. So therefore, my thing is when people are trying to say, "Oh, there's a narrative. Where's the proof? You just go and listen to Fox every day." Or you actually went to the location and and found out what the um, info is. Because mm-hmm. certain people, they want to push the Republican narrative so, so far when they're talking about the vaccines and everything like that. And they want to go and talk to, and they want to argue with scientists that have been doing this their whole life or, what, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah, they're pushing the Republican narrative. When Donald Trump went up and took the vaccine, like, come on, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, 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 I agree with you. Uh, the, the, the thing, the thing that we gotta understand is that, like, um, Brotep said, that these people have to, uh, they have to go and hit an agenda. You know what I'm saying? They have to put that false narrative out there because if we're if we're if the the false narrative is out regardless if it's true or not they they, they're gonna they're gonna be the the stigma of stereotype is still gonna be upon us you know you feel me the and on top of that what you just said is 100 percent true the the first of all them white folks they do a bunch of you know sexual assaults bunch of robberies the thing is but the difference between them and us is that when we get caught, we actually get processed and charged. They get caught, they go, they go in, in into the into the into the courtroom. Oh no, we're sorry, Mr. Brad, you know, Mr. Chad, we're sorry, and then they'll let them go. There's you know how many stories I've gotten out so far as 
to, to see that people, white men who sexually assaulted women got out without jail time. Just a little a probation. They got to check into the parole officer, and that's basically about it. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. You know how many white folks killed people in, in drunk driving accidents? They don't go to jail for that. It's insane. The thing is that the law should not be treated differently to set groups of people. It should be treated equally. Now, because yeah. of this whole um, Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, they have set a precedence up in that state. They set a precedence up in that state. That means straw man purchases for guns. Oh, no, that's, that's, out, that's out in the open. You could definitely do that. You know why? And this is something I'm going to touch on my podcast. You know why this is, is such an important thing? Is because now lawyers could point back to that case in, this, in that state, could point back to that case saying, well, in the Kyle Rittenhouse versus the, the state of Wisconsin or whatever, this happened. So I, I want to go in that direction with that type of a, a outcome. You know what I'm saying? Like how, you know, some federal laws are always looked at like Brown versus um, like a board versus Brown or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? So th those set of presidents to change everything. I believe that that right there is going to change the presidents. And I, I'm going to see I want I want to actually see if real real if lawyers try to see if they could try to get some of their clients out. Because a straw man, uh, you know, gun purchases up in that state. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's listening that's from that state, see if y'all could try to finesse something like that. Because if they say no, then this has to be about rape. You feel what I'm saying? Nope. You know what I mean? So, uh, what was it? Uh, Bro Tab, do you want to add any more into the, into the, into the conversation until I let people back, uh, until I let, uh, open the floodgates? Man, you know I do. The listen, the, the these guys, they were so willing to fall on their sword for Kyle, man. Did you did you guys see the photos of Kyle sitting behind the judge? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was Photoshop. I was like, that's an interesting collage. You, you, I mean <laughs> I thought it was Photoshop cropped, like they cropped the judge out and put it in the foreground. Yeah. He was sitting behind the judge. Did you guys see the footage of this man singing to Kyle Rittenhouse? Did you guys see that? No, the judge, I didn't see the that. The judge sung to him. Well, wow. Kyle, Kyle is waiting for the verdict, right? And he's standing there with his lawyer. And the judge is like, uh, are you bored? You want any music? And then wow. Kyle's like, yo, I, yo uh, as, as yo. the dudes out, out in LA say, dead homies. Oh, my dead homies, bro. <laughs> yo, okay, wait, wait, wait. He what? <laughs> Yo, this dude asked Kyle, "Are you bored? You want any music?" Yo. And Kyle is like, "Yeah." And this dude starts singing. I don't know some old oh Sinatra shit. You know, you know, God. like like uh, how these old uh, old head judges, yeah. uh, they they were probably alive during the fucking uh what you call a uh, prohibition and shit like yeah, that. Everybody, so it's some... everybody watching that was probably like, "Isn't that fucking?" Funny. <laughs> 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 yeah. And yo. and once um like once he ran out of lyrics, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I figured out. I figured that he he's like, all right. Um, 
people don't like my singing. And he pulled out his cell phone and, and started flipping through a playlist. This, this is what was going on here where this judge, I don't know if maybe he's secure. You know, our professors in some colleges, there's a point they reach in their tenure. There's very little they can do to get fired. So they can do a lot of stuff, you know, safe, safe, uh, um, safe for like, you know, raping or anything like that. This judge, we have to look into what his status is. He really put it all out there for this little white boy. And, um, Dude, he started doing things that I didn't even know was like, wait a minute, you could pick your alternative jury? Yeah, out of a hat. Well, says, what's this for fucking party? I'm like, I'm like, the- wait a minute, is that so? Like I said again, they set a president. So uh, again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to find any justification for this person. But are they gonna do the same thing for Daryl Brooks? Mm. Are the people that he ran over are they not gonna be called victims? Yeah, no, but the thing is with Darrell Brooks, I, I, I pronounce it Darrell because he's black, nigga. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fucking. Mind. But with <laughs> with Darrell Brooks, it looks like it's mental health. He does not look like he's in his right state of mind. And, yeah, yeah, uh, I, he's a, he's a lone wolf. It's all mental health. That's what yeah. I'm gonna go with. It's yeah. mental, even if it's not true, it's mental health. It's mental health. You know, all right, uh, like he had a bad day. All right, you feel me. And those people, those people seem to me to be suffering from pre-existing health conditions, all right? Mm. Pre-existing mm. health conditions. The same thing as George Floyd. Remember, George Floyd didn't die because they choked him to death with no, their no, knee. No, it he died because of pre-existing health conditions, yeah, yeah. all right? Yeah, so, fentanyl and stuff like that. So they, you know what I'm saying? That he was going to die that day no matter what. No matter what, all right? So those people, okay. they died so of pre-existing I, when health I hear that, I'm like, right? stop the cow. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, I did want to say one more thing about the Ahmad Arbery case uh, to, to go back to that, because Kyle Rittenhouse, it's a complicated case, right? Yeah. Even even people on our end, when I say on our end, I mean justice seekers, they were saying, ah, you know what? It seemed like there's a little bit of self-defense going on there. He shouldn't have put himself in that situation to begin with. Right. But since he's there um, and it's it's an extending circumstance that he's there. And and it looked like he couldn't win a fight to save his life. Literally, this time he couldn't win a fight to save his life. Yeah. He had to use the gun or whatever. But with Ahmad Arbery, the reason why, one of the reasons why we shouldn't really be celebrating here is the tip of the iceberg factor here. When you have somebody, they offer this guy up, the, these three guys up, as Hey, take this win. Now go away. Go dance. Go eat your butter biscuits. Go drink in your low farms. Go away. We have to look more into it. Imagine you own a house and a car in front of the uh, in front of the lawn, and then you, as a cop, not you, somebody owns a house and they have a car in front of the lawn. You pass by as a cop, and you're like, "Ah, these tags don't seem right." Excuse me, this your car? Like, yeah. All right. So um, I'm gonna need to give you a ticket for these tags. They ain't right. Oh, all right. All right. Um. You want to check or you want me to pay you right now? Yeah. What do what you want to do? You want a bribe? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you jumping like this? Like, mm-hmm. calm down. They're very eager. The guy's very eager. What's inside the house, right? So you're like, um, I got mm-hmm. a little bit of reasonable suspicion here. Can I see a front porch? You see the front porch. Everything's off code. It's a fucking uh, uh, booby trap for anybody coming on. You're like, whoa. 
And the guy's like, oh, you want to give me a fine for that? I'll pay the $800. Now you go away. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. why you want me out of here? So why bad? you want me out of here so bad? Yeah. Um, let me take a look inside that house. You go inside the house and there's all the stolen goods in the living room. You're like, and they're like, oh, you know what? You like want to arrest me? Stop right here. <laughs> arrest me now. And, and I'll pay a $4,000 fine. Arrest me now. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's in the basement, bruh? Yeah, like yeah. You, you just keep peeling with the with these three guys. They offered them up too quickly. Since when have you this whole panel here? Since when have you ever seen any jury come back when it's up to a case like this? They come back with a verdict in the people's favor where justice is served this quick. Mm. They didn't go on for weeks like like with Jason Van Dyke. Right. Mm. Well, when he shot all them, uh, when he shot that boy like 15, mm. 16 times. That's a good. So that's you, a, you, like that's a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I'm I'm gonna see the floor to somebody else. No, that's actually a good point. That's actually a good point. Does anybody wanna wanna chime in to what he just said? That's actually a good point. Does I anybody mean, want to chime in? Uh, it's not like it's a. You know what I mean? It's not like no conspiracy theory or whatever the case is. Uh, truth, you want to chime in? If, yeah, but somebody you... had me on mute. That's funny. Yeah, there was a lot my, of you, you don't know what is... proper mic etiquette is, you fucking old fuck. Anyway, go ahead. By the way, did you get my Thanksgiving card? I did, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually good, dude. I started laughing and the whole time. I kept on watching it, I started laughing at it. Go, go ahead, bro. My thing is this, had it not been for video evidence, this shit would have been buried. So how many things, how many other things are out there that are not getting the light of day where it was just clear travity of justice? But because we don't have, I mean, you know, the thing is for us to get justice, you gotta have videotape, you have to have audio recordings, you gotta have somebody that was there wearing a wire. Today's paper, uh you got you gotta have three forms of ID, you got you gotta have their mama and their grandma mama in, in, in inside the same video. Yeah, I know. You gotta have the bloodhounds, you know, yep. running their scent and shit. You know, like all these things, all these hoops that we have to jump through before we even believe when we say that there's a situation happening. You know, so until we get to the point where we don't have to do that anymore, there's nothing to celebrate. Okay, so they got a verdict in this particular case, but what about all the others? Mm. So that's what I'm looking. What, what do you, what, what do you guys things? think? What do you guys think the the verdict is going to come back? Uh, uh, twenty to life. Uh, oh, you you mean the sentencing? Yeah, the sentencing. What you guys think? I think it should be life. No, no, no. What really? it will be, not what it should be. What it will be. What it will be. Uh, yeah. I don't like to speculate because I mean, we've had a long history of watching bullshit happen. So. I don't even want to get. I'll speculate. I think Travis is getting life. All right. That dude's going to get passed around that prison 
yeah. and traded around like like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> now the dad, uh-huh. the dad, I think it's life anyway. He's gonna mm. get something like thirty years, but for him, he's like sixty something, pushing seventy. Mm. That's a life sentence for him. He's gonna mm. because it's thirty years minimum before they're eligible for parole. Mm. Only thing is, Travis is the only one who heartlessly pulled that trigger three times. Malice murder is on him. It's hanging on his head. So they have to give him, like the judge, look, man, if it's one thing, I don't like terroristic threats, but one thing that you can't deny is effective is the movement of protests that's been going on that nearly tore this country in half last year and the year, you know, half a year before that. That's true. Right? When these people engage in this kind of uh, racist, terroristic behavior, they they kind of incur the wrath of the country. And remember, it's not it wasn't black people lighting police cars on fire, throwing Molotov cocktails into police precincts. It was white people doing that. White people are sick of the shit. And so you have this going on. And when this happens in your town, as an official, you're thinking, hmm. I may not have a job in a few months because they're going to hang this on my neck when BLM, Antifa, and all these different uh, revolutionary groups come here and they block off workways. People can't go to work. They start uh, uh, trashing local businesses. They're causing nuisances to storefronts. All that's going to go on me. And so then this judge sitting here, remember, like you said before, Rad, this dude, he saw that they stacked the jury. How you gonna have a jury in, in a uh, in, in a case like this? And it's like uh, uh, eleven white and one black, and we don't even know how black because it could be one black, but it's Candace Owens black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't even know how black this juror was, and so that judge didn't have any reservations about like damn you know they stacked it no he said well i see something fishy going on here maybe if i know that people ask me judge did you know this was going on yeah i remarked it but i said I, it was beyond my means of control yeah well and so suddenly you... their hands are tied whenever it comes to us their yeah. hands are tied but what, uh, i'm sorry go what, ahead, what right, do go you ahead. guys uh what do you guys think on the fact that the the da the, the da that would probably got went to jail for misconduct what do you guys think about that has that case? Has uh, that case? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, uh, she hasn't gone to jail yet. She's well, just yeah, been she, indicted. Yeah, she's she's, she's waiting for trial. Yeah. yeah, she's waiting for trial. What, what do you guys think about that? I, I got opinions. Let, let me let Truth go, go first. All right. Oh. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I think she they're gonna listen, man. I've been paying way more attention to this than a lot of people, bro. She she's gonna get uh, Epstein, yo. She's going to get Epstein. Yes, she's going to get Epstein. Uh, I don't know if you guys looked into this, but that's the thing I was talking about with the house and the car in front and the, and the guy refusing to let you go deeper and deeper. Because the thing is, that dude, Greg McMichaels, comes from a precinct that's been called by the FBI, the GBI, the state prosecutors. It's been called a culture of corruption. And yeah. a culture of cover up. Yeah, I'm sorry. They said that that precinct was uh, was the breeding ground for corrupt uh, for corruption. <laughs> <laughs> right. They got 
they got uh, no the less than three whole bodies. The bleeding ground. The bleeding, the bre- bleeding ground. ground. And, and two, two whistleblowers that came out of that precinct mm-hmm. um, went in there. Um, high-ranking uh, police officials came back out and they quoted them saying that I didn't know most of the things that I was able to do with a badge. <laughs> oh God! Listen, listen. All I'm saying is, when they talk about the mafia is dead, they're, mm-hmm. they're not, they're, they're it's wearing, not dead. They're wearing badges. That, yep. That's what it is. You know I mean? Yes, but sir. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm sorry, get, get. Was that Jose? Yeah, if I can just chime in for a second. Absolutely. Okay, I think what happened is, um, I think it was all, an all-white jury, and then something happened to you know to that one person. He got sick. He got disqualified or whatever. So guess what? Let's pick, uh, you know, let's pick a black person to, to substitute. They make it seems like everything is kosher and whatever. So it was supposed the, to even be worse than this. No, wait, wait. <laughs> wasn't the wasn't the juror that got left out or whatever? He wasn't. Didn't he make a comment or something like that? I forgot. Well, we're going to find out, Rad, when the statute of limitations runs out and the gag order is lifted. And these jurors, they want to be writing books and they want to be going on on. What you call them shows like uh, Ben Shapiro and and yeah. you know the, the Young Turks, whatever their political affiliations are. I think right? one of the jurors we... said mm-hmm. uh, like a joke about uh, some like some other black person getting killed or something like that. Oh yeah, one of them got removed for a racist joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what mm-hmm. it was, right? That's what it was. Yeah, one yeah. of them got it, it, it was probably Inquisitor. Inquisitor probably said, you know, get the get the charcoal out of here. No, and then they're yeah. like, all right, he's he's gotta go. <laughs> you know guys, guys, be careful because we might different people who don't want to serve in juries an excuse to, to get away by not serving the jury saying something racist. Well, <laughs> yeah, right? it's not it's not that it's not that complicated to figure out. <laughs> you yeah. know? It's very simple. Are you biased to cops? Hell yeah! Okay, can we ask juror number twenty-five not to attend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's strike the strike juror number twenty-five. <laughs> if I can, if I can share like a little story because ahead, actually bro. I was asked to serve on the jury. Mm. Um, to be perfectly honest, I didn't want to participate because it had to do with someone that was murdered in one of the projects, and I was in the process of leaving the projects. You know, that's when I, I'm on the time that I purchased my condo. Mm-hmm. So I actually said, well, all due respect, Your Honor, I fear for my life. And I just purchased property. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I actually, I, I think I said the story before. I served in the in jury and first time doing it, I was like, why not? So this is way before anything else, um, like you know, uh, happened in my in, in my uh, in my experiences with cops. But um, I uh, they, one of the questions that they asked was, "Were you ever um, were you ever harassed by cops?" And I was like, "Yes." And wow. they go like, they go like, "Did that give you any biased leanings towards cops?" I'm like, "Yes." And I thought that would take me out. But then they go, yeah, can jury number 17 stay? And I'm like, huh? 
So, and it's so funny. I don't know what it's kind of weird, but all all those uh, all those twelve people, except for a couple of them, all those twelve people that I, I was part of the jury pool with, uh, I ended up. I'm still I'm still uh, in contact with them today. But uh, mm. it, it's so because it it was a I was a juror on a double homicide case. Wow. And this uh, it was a uh, you know a Puerto Rican dude that was being sentenced because according to him he uh was the best hitman in the bronx wow and what the hell yeah and i'm like wait a minute i'm like hold on maybe maybe let's l- listen to his to, what evidence do you guys have according apparently they have him re- recorded bragging about all the Murders he committed, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yep, no, this is pretty much this is it. You know, it's pretty much shut, cut and dry, you know." So, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, and I don't know if anybody wants to look it up, but apparently his hitman name was Dog Diggity Dre. I never forgot. <laughs> I swear to God, did I hear you correctly, Radical? <laughs> Dog Diggity Dre. Dog Diggity. Dog Diggity Dre, and he committed two murders in the Bronx. One of them, he broke in as a home invasion. He broke in to the house, killed the 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 mother. He was gonna kill the two kids. Wow. Was two kid, but uh, his partner said no. She had drugs in the house. Uh, they just took some of the money, basically killed her for no reason. And the kids literally watched their mom get a hot shell in their in her face. Wow. Yeah. So the whole thing, and the second one was where he was gonna kill somebody on Christmas. He pretended that he his mother um, his arm was in a sling and broke, and he just went up on the person and just went like this and 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 shot him because the person knew him, and uh, it was a very he to him it was a very clever way, way to conceal the weapon because it was like his arm supposedly was broken. He went like that, mm. shot him in the head, and that's it. It was done. But uh, the dummy, the reason why he got caught, the dummy is because, according to, to the prosecutor, in Florida, he would commit all these murders with other people. And the way he would get money was by him going to, um, to police stations and, saying, and stuff, saying that I confessed to no i'm i'm giving you guys these murders that other people did but lying that he was a part of it but for some reason he would know all the stories <clears throat> he would know every detail of of this of this case but he was not a part of it how convenient how convenient right so uh that was his like little uh, hustle like he will uh lie about you know uh you know these things or whatever, and he will actually get other people arrested and convicted when they had nothing to do with these uh, actions. Some people did, some people didn't, and vice versa. He will actually get paid um, from from the state of Florida. So apparently, he did that five times, and he had like two hundred thousand or whatever the case is. He and his money was dr- uh, running low, according to the prosecutor, and um, uh. His money was running low because his drug binges were were getting the best of him. So he thought he could run the same thing in New York. According well, according to the prosecutor, he doesn't know that New York 
has a uh, a clause or whatever the case is. Like, if you know too much about a detailed case or whatever the case is, motherfucker, you are part of it. So, um, they pretty much had him of um under questioning or whatever the case is because homie knew too much about the case and um they pretty much uh uh got him locked up for it. So. Uh yeah, I I was a part of that case. I I was there for like maybe uh I'm gonna say what three months. Wow. We heard, yeah, we heard both sides, uh, and it was pretty much pretty much it. But yeah, it was uh. How, how long did you guys deliberate for for a verdict? Uh, three hours. <laughs> and the only listen, it would have took three minutes. It would have took three yep. minutes. It would have took three minutes if it was not for a Peruvian, an African lady, and uh, I think a Mexican dude. And they all three had the same reason why he was innocent because he believes in God. I said, I'm done. <laughs> you got you gotta be kidding me, bro. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Okay, uh, Radical, did I hear you correctly? Uh, yes, you did. Okay, well, you know what? I believe in God too, but there's a thing <laughs> called logic. Yeah. I mean, just mm-hmm. because you believe in God doesn't mean that you put your logic in the back burner and don't use it. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, because wow. because he said because he said I believe in God to them, he's innocent. And I and I look I look and I think about that. I think about that in some of these, not these big cases, but in some of these other cases, and I'm like, how many people have probably gotten free just by yeah. having having some Christians up in there talking about, I believe in God. You're good. All right. You're right. You're good. Yeah. Get out of here. You know what I'm uh, saying? It's like kind of weird. You know what? That that just trivializes everything. And, you know, and, and it's bad enough we have people that are trying to find every way <laughs> I believe uh, in Jesus. To get off Jesus. <laughs> I believe in God. What's good what's what's gonna be the next thing? Um mm. um I mean I, I I'm a hairy Christian. When that dude when that dude literally got 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 off the stand talking about I believe in God. I looked at him and I'm the like, lie detective that was a lie. <laughs> I was like, damn. I, you know damn well you don't believe in God, bro. And even if you did, like that little smirk at the end wasn't wasn't good. Didn't didn't help your uh didn't help your case. Yeah, the no smirking too. And uh you guys yeah. saw Travis was smirking all, all throughout his testimony, right? You you mm. guys saw Travis McMichael on the stand? Yeah. The, the, the to call shooter. these people white supremacists is to, um in the day that these three are some supreme about them um it's so-called white is it not supremacy and learn to call it what it is well you could come no, on no in. no 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 come on in come to the, to, to the yeah to the come, come in the, come in the chat room i, and, I wanna and, and we could, right. we could talk i want, about I want it. to um, say something about that i mean that case overall right yeah i mean i'm a christian and everything like that and i'm not gonna go and tell and say oh you believe in God, right? Yeah. But then me personally, there's more that you have to um say. People go, like, oh yeah, I believe in God and everything like that. But if you don't, but as a Christian, if you don't practice your faith, right? And technically, if you're a Christian, you don't go around and kill people, especially go and kill a innocent mother mm-hmm. who 
um has, who was you know just in our house with her children and seeing her kids get blasted at a hot show in her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's not Christian. Like, I mean, I can understand if you're defending yourself and you have to defend yourself. Okay, but if you're gonna go willy nilly, say you murder somebody and then proclaim in court, I'm, I believe in God, and then you have people who who are not really educated, and they're like, oh, he believes in God, but yet they they lack all rational because of their dogma or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's like to the point, like okay, um, what's to the point? You like what? Stop the cap. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> For real, uh, yo, these uh, sound bites are killing me. Uh, soundboard. Uh, <laughs> Danielle says uh, these people should have been removed from the jury. That's having already a set prejudgment dismissed by all evidence shown and no evidence of any races being inju- yeah, oh, yeah, true, true, true. Um. Yeah. I, I don't I don't uh I don't know to be honest with you I don't I don't know in what in I think it was in the the towards the end of the trial when he said I believe in God that's when I think they made their automatic uh you know decision but I guess it should have been removed but go ahead Jose no I just want to give a shout out to uh, a follow Boricua Ramon now he has his own channel in fact no doubt real yes. all right. Oh, get out of here. Okay. So what's the channel? You know, as as a person that's new, you know, whenever I see some like anyone, particularly a father body class their own channel, you gotta Mm. give them a shout out. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the what's the channel? Uh let me see. It's um actually, you know what? Ramon's adobo. Ramon live stream. (laughs) Ramon's adobo. Hey, hey, what's wrong with you? Goya. Ramon's Goya. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, know, you know what? He, okay, I'm just going to give my own two cents. Okay, yeah. I've only been a YouTuber for what, maybe four months, whatever. Yeah. Um, You need to come up with some sort of a name that makes you unique and, a, you know, and identify. Like, for example, you, uh, Radical. Everyone knows you're the mm-hmm. Radical Latino. I mean, what have you. Everyone knows about True Teacher. And of course, I have to give myself something that makes me unique, which is uncommon sense. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, me. I think I'm just gonna um, go. I think I'm just gonna name my channel the Shades Master. That's it. The mm. Shades Master. Shades. But, oh, shades. but you know something, guys? Now I have 34 subs. None of them bought, and mm. almost 250 hours. <laughs> Of my material being watched. <laughs> this dude knows it. Like none of them being bought. <laughs> yep. Hey, listen. Uh, also, not you haven't been canceled yet, right? Because uh, our, our good friend Shivo, I couldn't find his channel. As soon as the verdict came down, I wanted to see what what Shivo thinks. That's what that's what I do in my everyday yeah, his, life. Uh, his camera got taken down, bro. Yeah, when something happens, oh, I, I I think to yeah, myself, his camera got taken down. He, uh, yeah, he it's was, gone. It's gone. He was on uh, he was on Instagram and uh, TikTok. Like, how dare you? 
You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mad, mad. Talk, talking about talking about like this is unfair, and he brought me up like twenty times. That's unfair. You see that he's leftist. Radical has a channel. How come I don't have a channel? Because he's leftist. Blah, blah, blah. about Chivo and everything like that. Chivo, I, this is my beef about Chivo, and you know you you and I radical, we shared it. We well you sh- you and I we share somewhat of the same culture since you're half Dominican. Mm-hmm. How the heck you had a whole bunch of idiots? You went up and just went up and had a clip of Johnny Ventura, right? The next thing you know, he went up and. And this, this man after he passed and everything like that. And then you have a whole bunch of dumb Dominicans that was like, oh, he was Haitian. Oh, all the people I knew you Haitian. Who? I'm, I'm, I was like, who? Mm-hmm. who? Who told you? That bunch this of, they're a bunch of dummies. Day? They're a bunch of dummies, man. You shouldn't take take what they say seriously. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why I'm going to take what it is seriously. You know yeah. why? My mother, right? God rest mm-hmm. her soul. She lived in the Trujillo era. Mm. Yes. And my mm. dad, too. So when... So there was a guy that went up and showed an old picture of Johnny Ventura. When he was... um, When in the, in the Trujillo era, everybody who turned 16 had to learn how to fire and dismantle a rifle. Yeah. So when they had to learn and fire and dismantle a rifle so they could protect the country of the Dominican Republic if the soldiers had um, if the soldiers was outgunned and everything like that. The average citizen had to learn that while Trujillo was in power. Mm. So this went on for two years. You started at 16 and you finished at 18. My dad and my uncle were the two tallest dumb boys at that adolescence at that time when they had to go wake up every morning at six just to um at, from for two years straight, just to um learn how to shoot a rifle, disassemble a rifle and everything. And and they call it servicio obligatorio. So mm. therefore, Johnny Ventura did that. So my thing is this, when I was telling these people that, they was like, oh, you know, Johnny was a Haitian and everything like that. I'm like, okay, let's put it like this. His father was in the military, right? Yeah. And and, and um, what a lot of people don't understand is that Maratingo was his relative. That's why he made the song about her. For real? Yeah, because, yeah, because Maratingo, right? Her last name was Lorian Soriano. Now, Johnny Ventura, his real name was Juan Ventura de Dios Ventura Soriano. So, when he went up and made that song in 1974, um, talking about the death of Mama Tingo, he actually was talking about the history of his relative. So, mm. when people when Chivo was trying to tell me, like, 
I like I I was born from boomers and everything like that. I'm gonna I'm setting everything straight, and I guess that's why certain people think of me as weird and everything. My parents were not boomers. If you actually look at the years and everything like that, where people was born, because my mom was born in 1940, my dad was born in 1942, so technically a boomer will have to be born after 19 like at 1946. And then you have the second boomer generation. Mm-hmm. So my so um, my parents could have been labeled as the lost generation or post war or whatever the case. Yeah. Be. So by the time when I was born, my mom was forty two. My dad was forty one. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He. He. Uh. He has issues, bro. He this dude got issues, bro. You know what I mean? I wanna I wanna introduce the uh, Denise to the panel. Denise, what's going on? Hey, hey Denise, Ron. Good. What's up, everybody? Yo, Good evening, Denise. Denise. Um Denise. if I can just chime in for a minute, radical. Um certain people like uh Chivo and Kim123, they are part of an ever-increasing large community which I refer to as the mentally and intellectually challenge. And the, <laughs> the mics. I, and the reason why I refer to them as such is because it's my umbrella term for all the slow tapped groups because they share certain things in common. <laughs> and if I actually get a large dream mentally and intellectually, <laughs> in which Denise was a participant. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> oh, my God. The mics. <laughs> the mix. Yeah. Uh, the mental and intellectually challenge. Yeah. Um, um, Denise, let me, let me ask you. Um, yes. The, I, I post the quite. I don't know how, how uh, long you've been listening, but. I I've been back a, and forth. Oh, okay. uh, you know, I'm. I'm because I thought this was going to be a little earlier, but I mean, I guess you have um, difficulties, technical difficulties. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had some technical difficulties <laughs> in the beginning. I tried to live stream on Instagram. I still got to figure that one out. Um, but, but, um, we, we, uh, I, I, I post a question. Um, mm-hmm. should we celebrate for the verdict of the guilt, the guilty verdict of, um, Maud Arbery case? Not that Maud Arbery is guilty. I'm just saying, you know, the people that um... killed him. Should we celebrate? Yes or no? I think I think both. I mean, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Um, I'm like I sound like AOC. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the, <laughs> the known and the unknown. Uh, you, mean, you mean the the, the inner and the outer, the um, the micro and the macro. The micro and the macro. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I think we should celebrate because you know, um, in the past we've seen when people just out of racism and hatred um, just go out their way to kill a black person or a non-white person in this country. Usually goes unpunished or the person gets a slap in the wrist and, you know, goes out in like seven years or 10 years. So the fact that, you know, the very good is still guilty. We haven't seen the sentencing yet. Hopefully it's live in prison. Um, and the fact that, you know, he was charged, uh, I guess, what, Timothy? Timothy is his name? He was charged with malice, murder. Um, that is a big statement. 
in in the United States. You know, he he went out his way to kill somebody, and then he tried to use the defense that that person that Ahmad probably wanted to grab his shotgun that he drove, you know, to that location to go use on him. Yeah. So you know, and and that's not a defense. Yeah. So at the same time, we should not celebrate because if I'm not mistaken, um, wasn't Jackie, uh, the, the previous DA that wouldn't charge him for like a month or two. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was a struggle there to the point that they had to relocate almost 300 miles away, uh, the whole case and celebrate it somewhere else, uh, so that they could be charged and, and, you know, go to trial on this murder. Yeah. So the fact that it took so long and we're still waiting for cases like, for example, the Breonna Taylor case. Yeah. Nobody has been charged and it's been over a year. Wow. Uh, you know, because in this country, unfortunately, the lives of black people and black women in particular don't matter to nobody. Yeah. So, you know, to be honest with you. uh, Yeah, I, I believe in this one, I'm going to go with like AOC's. uh <laughs> rhetoric we should celebrate and at the same time we shouldn't you know we have to celebrate but also the I known, think, the unknown, yeah the, the micro and the macro, the macro. <laughs> so in the micro we should okay. celebrate but in the macro we shouldn't because there's still a lot of work to be done until uh you know the lives Yo, of black people in this country are respected look at this look at this person they said uh it's a policy to kill a certain number of melanated people per year. Racism is a business and a program. You guys agree? He'll, he'll have to expound on that. Yeah. Because right now, that right there, it kind of touches on what I was saying before earlier, that they have to instill fear. They have to use a shock tactic of yeah. killing, killing one of you, black and brown subhumans per whatever, just to keep the rest of you in shock and end line mm-hmm. so that kind of goes in line with what he's saying here but he yeah. said it's he said it's policy that means it's written down so that yeah. that I, goes I into would believe, i would believe too i would believe that, that. Mm. I, I, I believe that is policy i don't think Go there's on. like a quota I don't, I don't think so but i do think that there's people that when they feel that racism is becoming obsolete in certain areas they have to remind people that Yes, it's still here. Yeah, you know, that, it's not gonna go me, anywhere. Now, let me ask everybody, and um, feel free to chime in. Anybody, do you think? Uh, oh, this person said yes is written down. Oh, I, wow. I, I believe. Where is I it believe, written down? I want to. I want to look believe, that up. I think. Uh, so to, be do honest, I. to be honest with you, I think. I think. Um, the way I believe it to be is that it's it's a uh, it's written down in um in osmosis. You know what I mean? Like mm. something, something that that all all these people have a common knowledge about, but yeah, it's an open secret basically. Yeah, that's how I see it. I mean, I think that's what he means. Maybe, maybe that's not what he means. I don't know. But let me ask a question to everybody: Do you think that this case and other cases, such as um, you know uh, Amber Geiger and all these other cases of people actually Derek Chauvin? Who people who have gotten convicted and stuff, and other people who are not law enforcement who's, get, who's getting convicted. Do you think that this is going to curb some of the racial attack that have been happening to the black? Do you think that's actually going to curb it, or is it going to amplify it to say, "No, we this is our right to to kill people and all"? What What do you guys think? 
it's gonna it's gonna expand it, it all goes to uh your beliefs you know the same way we believe in the stuff that we believe when it comes to racism and and white supremacy is going to expand those feelings on us and for the people that enforce that white supremacy upon everybody else is going to expand that anger and hatred in them so it's it's not like we want something or uh, we're like a lot of people I've seen on social media lately saying, oh, racism is dying down. No, it's not. Racist people are going to be racist and non-racist people are going to be less than non-racist. Mm. You know, it, it's going to fortify white supremacy, of course, because now people are going to get angry that, oh, they got one of us, you know, or the three of them, you know, and which is just in retaliation do something. And it's going to also give a lot of hope to the people that believe that white supremacy should be abolished in this nation. Mm. Really? Um, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, because I think what happens is, I mean, sometimes people act like a wounded animal and a wounded animal is, is, is extremely dangerous. And also you have certain individuals who feel persecuted, like, um, being banned on social media like Twitter, Facebook, and whatnot. So uh, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better, if it does get better. But really, um, we need to treat um, racism in a way as some sort as of a disease. And, and um, at the risk of sounding Christian-like, uh, like a demonic influence, because once a person's been taught um, to hate people just because of their color or their sexual orientation and whatnot, it takes a lot for them to change if they want to change. So that's the reason why I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I, th I think no one's addressing the root of the problem, though. And the root of this problem is most white people they tend to think of a white majority country that quote unquote they founded they tend to think of these nations as their closed in family and all the immigrants that come out after after that they founded the country are hired help so this idea this sentiment that they've had for a long time where they have the white picket fence the the DA not the DA the defense attorney Laura Hogue, who made the the comment about Ahmaud Arbery's uh, toenails, that woman, she threw up a Hail Mary because she felt like, okay, with a majority white jury, they will surely feel the way I'm feeling right now. And she went into the white picket fence and you got to protect your community and your stuff is your stuff. She literally said, your stuff is your stuff. You work hard for it. People shouldn't steal it. What does that have to do with you murdering this kid, right? They, they view their communities as private gated communities. Even if it's open to the public, you can jog through it, walk through it, drive through it. They still view it as private communities. This is our neighborhood. What is this black boy doing in this neighborhood at this time of day or at all? And they feel this way about almost everyone else who they haven't given the coon card to. Did you guys see that mammy that came on uh, the witness stand? That non-FBA uh, lady? 
who no, came no, on what, there, what, what, she what, waved what? Um, d- during the testimonies that they brought all the witnesses over to testify on behalf of the McMichaels, right? And these, wow. partic- the, these particular witnesses were open to cross-examination, so it, it wasn't specifically to defend the McMichaels. It was witnesses in general. And they brought this black woman, I forgot what her name is at the moment, on the spur of, uh, spur of the moment, I can't remember her name specifically. However, she's non-FBA. She has sort of like a Caribbean accent, but Americanized Caribbean accent. And she got on there before she got, she got on the witness stand. She waved. She looked over at that table, the defense table, and waved. Then she got on the witness stand, started saying how great Greg McMichael, Travis McMichael, how dedicated they are to their community, how dedicated they are to their friends and family. They'll, uh, you know, he'll help anyone who that blah, 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 blah. And then she hopped. She gave a, a nice happy hop off of the witness stand, waved and left. Now, the thing is, like the, the, the prosecutor, like the prosecutor stated, that was team McMichael. Okay, that was Team McMichael. And that was a sort of, and I hate using the word coon, just throwing it about because I feel you have to earn it. It has to be a badge. And I have to give her the badge plus like two or three more. She is an FBA who came on there and advocated on behalf of these three killers that would three killers that committed a lynching that we all saw on tape. And she still got up there and did that. These people, they're counting on that sentiment. And anyone else is there on sufferance. That lady herself is not, I don't think she has any delusions that she's actually part of the white community. I think she knows she's there on sufferance. She's to be tolerated and maybe liked. She'll never be loved. But she was there advocating on on their behalf anyway. I think the root of the problem is- She's the house Negro. She's the house Negro, right? And she she was talking about how she I've been in that community since blah 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 blah. It's like wow, that's and th- that's that sentiment. That, that sentiment, is sick. yo, that sentiment right there. That sentiment is what is the root of the problem. Where when you look at the range from the non-racist whites who feel okay, I'm not racist. But this is my community. The stuff we have here is my stuff. These are my children. These are my gated streets, right? They're not racist, but they feel that way. That can easily, it could have easily been a non-racist trio of clowns that climbed their pickup trucks and chased down Arbery. It didn't necessarily have to be Travis who looked down at the body and said, fucking nigger, after he shot him. It didn't necessarily have to be Greg McMichaels, who who was spending, I don't know, something like six years arresting people with no arrest powers because he failed his gun handling and de-escalation tactics training. It didn't have to be Roddy Bryan, who actually, on video, said, yeah, and then we chased the colored fella. It didn't have to be those guys. It could have easily been someone on the more liberal end of that pool that just felt like, you know what? These are my children. These are my streets, my community. I must protect it from any intruder, black or white. And you go all the way on that, the other end of the scale to the actual racist ones, which we got three of them, right? Could have been 
any of those. And the root of the problem is that feeling of us versus them, that we have built this all white country and we have painted these picket fences. We have built these log houses. We have done the indoor uh, uh the the community pool and we've done that for our community how dare these dirty filthy brown people with dirty toenails come in our community to scare our children day and night the 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 lady she she said that the child the children them they were they were very uh what she say they were very scared to come out and then one other witness said well the children stopped coming out on their own they were so afraid of oh they were afraid of the big black man who was getting caught on camera five times right um let me cede the floor to somebody else but you know but you know what's crazy um bro uh, yeah. that whole notion of the big scary black dude it it america it's either has a, a cognitive issue Mm-hmm. Uh, or they just like to marinate in stupidity because yes. we know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like M- maybe the, both. Maybe both <laughs> because to be honest with you, even if you look back to the Rosewood massacre, it's always the big scary black man yeah. thing, and it turns out it's never the big scary black man. It was just a black man that was there minding his own business and mm-hmm. something trying to make something up, you know. So it's like when are when is this country gonna exercise um critical thinking or use their brains to understand that being black it's it's not scary it doesn't make you a scary person never you you, you, you know? have you'll have to tell that to I'm sorry Dad. uh Denise you might as well try to raise up the Titanic with a spoon. <laughs> uh, let me, I want to ask. I want to ask the whole panel uh, a question that Pioneer brought up, and I'm and I'm somewhat agreeing. Uh, Pioneer says that sounds to me like local law enforcement were enabling them to do this for years. Yes. Uh, yes. Which I, that's I, the only thing that makes which sense. I which I agree, but then he. Yeah. Pioneer further goes on to say, I don't know if it's a he or she. Pioneer further goes on to say, I'm very pro-black. However, uh, as I've gotten older, I've understood why some of our people sell out. They literally do it for the money and other benefits these races offer them. We need to offer more, which is which is true. Which is wait 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 wait. Which is true because he for he or she. Further goes on to say, we need to grow up in, in our thinking and believe that people should be loyal to be uh, to to the black and brown communities. Just because we need to offer them more than the races are offering them, I um, want. I disagree with that. I disagree. I, I agree with. You. No, I disagree. Okay. I, I, I have, me, believe it or not, I have let, opinions. Let me, let me, this. let me say why I agree. <laughs> let me say why I agree with this statement, and then you guys can let me know why you disagree. The reason why I agree with this statement is because these people are selling out because, let's be honest, in the system of white supremacy, these people do have the keys to the offices. These people have the keys to the doors that will grant you benefits and set asides. If you sell out, the fact that we don't offer more for our own people who do go out of their way to sell out is a big issue. Now, I understand that there is a certain people who do sell out 
who could care less about what our people are offering them. I understand that. But for the most part, it's always a self-benefit type of thing that I've always seen. And that's the reason why I agree with it. Now, let me know why you guys disagree with me. I'll well, disagree. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is what I um, disagree with in um, a whole spectrum of people who actually sell out. Because I'll tell you a personal story of mine. I worked in a survey center, right? Where it was black people, Spanish people whatever the case and then you had a few and then you had a few um spanish people who are racist but yet there was practicing a black religion so my thing is is that one of the human super human um how shall i say human resource managers did everything that to try to suppress anybody who was black helping another black man or anything like that as far as maybe getting a job or doing anything that she even knew like how people could get help beside the job, but she always suppressed it. And my thing is, is that when you see a lot of black families that come, that have had like maybe a black, um, a grandfather or somebody else in law enforcement, Nine times out of ten, you'll when you see that generation, oh, I served in I had family that served in law enforcement, et cetera, et cetera. You will you will always see that's in within those certain types of peoples that you will always that they'll produce or breed sellouts or coons, what they call in the um, black community. And when I've seen coons or sellouts right there and then when they try to um push their um belief system on me and they see that i'm not the one to um how should i say to um be all manipulated by their own beliefs they will try to they'll try to make that person the enemy so my thing is is that when you see a lot of these um black republicans that that would be saluting their own somebody their own kind getting shot and everything like that it's because some of these people are are actually um how should i say trained or was raised not in um certain situations that we were in and there was and the thing is though they thinking oh they thinking that they're acting like that so they for they could get into the clubs that nobody could ever get into or be in um certain positions that we might not get into and at the end of the day those people at the they could do whatsoever and then the next thing you know if it's somebody that don't know who they are they could get shot just like the rest of us That'll be the sad part. Um, can I say something? Mm. Look, go, go, sure. go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're nice. Go ahead. Look, I disagree with that because, and I'm gonna sound like AOC again because what came in and out, uh, up and down. <laughs> yeah, look, what what came first, the the chicken or the egg? Um, 
in this case, you have to understand something. Um, in the black community, uh, out of insecurity is why people sell out uh, more than anything. America has made black people insecure that they even have a community here. And they do. Uh, the thing is that even if you take this example and you do an analogy, I don't know how many of you guys have watched um, the movie 300. That's one of yes, my I most did. favorite movies. And I love the Spartan, um, yeah, the Spartans I love, I love in the past. Okay. When you look at 300, the method of how they fought the Persians uh, was through unity. And there was a hunchback in, in that group that tried to join them. And because he could not raise his child in a specific way, Leonidas explained to him why he could not join that group. And because he was going to make them weak because somebody was going to be exposed. And if you think about it, he resented that. And he betrayed them. So when somebody betrays the community by joining the opposition, you know, um, what they cause is that that community becomes disintegrated. So should we reward the hunchback? Because if we would have gotten him into the ranks of, you know, war, uh, he would not have betrayed Leonidas and the 300? Of course not. He wasn't freaking competent, you know? Right. And to be honest with you, I don't think that giving more stuff to people that their convictions to the community are so gullible enough to betray their community and their people is the solution. If anything, we have to let them float and hold themselves by their own knots and take the people in the community <laughs> take the people in the community that actually believe the community does exist strengthen that group and teach that people how to keep the resources the knowledge and the businesses inside that very locked in community so that you're stronger because the black community doesn't have anything to offer to these people right now because you guys started the the race very much far behind. We're talking about yeah. four centuries yeah. behind. All right, so you're never going to catch up to your white, white counterparts if you think, hey, I have to compensate this person with money so that they don't sell out. No, in the contrary. That person shouldn't sell out so that the community doesn't become weaker and then it can no longer provide nothing to anybody mm. else. All right, so this is, my th this is my thing too as far as providing and everything. I think that Afro-Americans Afro and Latinos, we need to start owning land. Because if you actually look at all these so-called ghettos, right, that they put us in and everything like that, like for example, we, have, we own a whole bunch of stores. We own a lot of um, real estate and, and all that stuff. But we're not at the level in certain cases as other people, maybe the whites or the Caucasians. So therefore, if we, so therefore when they trying and they could kick us out of our own apartment and they could do all this stuff towards us, the only, th and the thing is though we can't do nothing about it is because we don't own a lot of our own real estate. 
Yeah, we, we have, have no equity. That there's exactly. no weight. There's no weight behind any moves we make or any words we say, because we, we we ain't worth nothing on paper. Absolutely correct. They don't. They don't own yeah. nothing. Uh, but the reason why the the community doesn't own anything is because there's always this mentality that people should like care about the sellouts. For example. I don't think the black community should keep doing videos and reactions to Candace Owens. She already told us <laughs> <That's true. laughs> many times who she is. Yep. And make no mistake, in 20 years, Wait, she's going to be... So you be... mean to tell me all the three videos that I got private, I shouldn't make them... Okay. <laughs> uh to be honest with you like what we need to start doing uh and it's it's something that i even say about latinos we have to start understanding finances if we're going to make it and we need to start teaching people that within our community so that they understand that whenever they sell out what they love the most about the community and the culture is going to disappear if they don't keep those resources within the community. And that matters in every aspect of their lives. Mm. Now, you have always, you know, a part of your community that is going to be part of the mics is -hmm. always going to happen, you know, and you have to understand that's a contingency that you have to prep for. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me, there's always going to be people like this around. Absolutely. What about people like this? Are they always yeah. going to be uh-huh. people like this around? Damn. Yeah. Yo. You have people like that that thinks that, you know, having babies and throwing, <sighs> a white, throwing them a white supremacy would solve all our issues. And uh, that's not the what about case. what about people like this? What about people <laughs> like this? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so to be honest with you, it, it's always gonna come back to the fact that yes, it sucks that we have to work more. I get it. It sucks past. However, it's the only way we're gonna make things work. And we have to teach people uh financial literacy. We have to teach people how resources work in this country. We have to teach people how to keep things locked in our community so that our communities start having value. Because right now, if you look at our our social credit or our street credit right now, it's in the the toilet. Simply because we have put it there. Yeah, Yeah, but but, I have to say too. Um, Come again? Okay, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go 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 ahead, Don. Don, go ahead. All right. One thing that that I do agree with you, um, Sister Denise, is that is that yeah, we all need um all that. But I'm saying, as far as us Latinos, I th- and and I see every culture that has done this. But I think we, I think as the twenty Latin countries that are here in the that are represented in the United States, I think we all need to um teach our children the correct Spanish grammar. Because when we actually because if we're gonna be bilingual and everything, and if we could speak both of them both of the language fluently to the point that we could actually do business with other countries. I think we will I think we would um fare better. But then certain people 
or whatever the case may be. You got certain people that actually come to this country not knowing their own language. But, but how knowing... does that how does that translate into into money? I'll tell you. Because put in your toenail. Well, that's my I wife. I don't know who's I, I don't know who's company. That's my wife. Wifey, wifey. Yeah. Hey, grooming. Grooming is good. Yeah, that, that's yeah, it. Yeah, lovely, baby. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Don. Well, how that would equate to money is because if we, if it it will help us more, like say if we go do business with, per, for example, Spain, because you know Spain is now the eurozone. So if we could actually have a good conversation in business Spanish or Spanish that we could understand. Maybe I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just throwing it out there. But, but Spain, look, Spain is bank in bankruptcy right now. Spain ain't okay? got no money. Spain, Spain really? right now is know. the, is no, Spain is the European country with the most botched statues right mm-hmm. now because they don't even have the money to pay a proper sculptor to redo yep. them again. They're that broke. So, Look it so up. I'm not making this up. Don't take it from me. Look it up. Yeah, <laughs> right, now, she's absolutely right. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm I actually gonna, thought it was Italy. No, no, no. It's no, them. I mean, no, none of them are doing particularly well. Greece, Italy, Spain. None of them are doing particularly well. But wow. Spain is in a bad way right now. It's not as bad as Greece. I'll give you that. But it's still bad. Right, and a lot of those countries, they may not have money, but they have equity. You know, like all their landmarks and historical artifacts and stuff like that. But as far as like liquid capital or currency, they're not doing very well. So yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I was I, I was with you. I'm sorry, God. Yeah, I wanted I wanted Brotop to go because I didn't think he uh, um, actually uh, gave his opinion on the whole uh, you know the, the the whole sellout thing. You know, did did you agree with Pioneer? Did you disagree with Pioneer? Okay, so here's the thing with these sellouts. We all know what Candace is doing. Anytime white supremacists take an L, Candace Owens, like, remember when Chauvin got them years? What Chauvin, what Chauvin get, like 27 years? And immediately when, the, when the, the verdict came back and then the sentencing uh, came back, she got on her channel and got millions of views by saying like this was an incorrect verdict this was not a fair trial da, 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 da. and you could just see the you see her eyeballs go green with the ching 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 of course there's a reward system there's a reward system for being a sellout in white supremacy and there's a reward system for staying back in form like if you if you were if you're white let's say you're Jenna McCarthy what's her name the porn star who she was all right before, but all of a sudden, Jenna McCarthy. Oh, Jenna is, McCarthy? I thought we yeah, were talking about Tiana. Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. No, 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 no. I thought you were talking about Tila Tequila. Yeah. Oh, Tila, there you go. That, <laughs> Tila so, so many names, right? No, so we're, names, we're not so going to bring names. her up here, are we? Yes. <laughs> Why? I mean, oh, because, I, mean she's about, I mean, I mean, she's about as relevant as. Um, uh, as MySpace, first, as the first BlackBerry, right? All right. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be back. All right. The reason okay. why I brought her right there is because before that she was just um, you know, 
your basically dumb um porno star. But over the years I've been seeing her and everything like that, she has become more of a militant um Republican say, Yeah, Trump and everything like that. Hey, first of all, Trump don't care about you. That's all I gotta say. Um, but I wanna touch back on um the language thing that we were talking. We have to as communities, we have to keep up with trends, and that goes back to what I've been saying about teaching our, you know, communities as quote unquote minorities, um, corporate literacy and, and financial knowledge. If you're gonna learn a, a language right now, the money right now where is at? Businesses are where, you know, if you're gonna learn a language today that's gonna translate into money. I would say learn Mandarin, learn Korean. You know, that's that's where the money is at right now. You know, I get it. Uh, we want to preserve Spanish and whatnot, but it doesn't translate into money. You know, unfortunately, yes, there's a lot of Latinos out there, but in reality, let's keep it real. 78% of our people live in chronically uh, poverty, chronic, uh, chronic poverty. So yeah, you're right about that. You know, it, I get it. You know, it's something that we should pass down. But in reality, our people need money right now. We need uh, nuclear power. We need, you know, military defense. And we need to make this fast because we're in the in the brink of being wiped out again. You know, if, if you don't, if, if people are not seeing it coming, you know, the American empire is striking down on, on many countries right now. You know, they have Venezuela in checkmate. Mexico is in check and <laughs> Nicaragua is under checkmate. It has been since 2017. You know, Honduras and Salvador too now, you know, so it's it's Puerto Rico has been checkmate for a while. You know, Haiti is in the same thing. So like I said, Latin America right now is not in a good position to, you know, shield on on business mentality. And the same applies for Black Americans. Now is the time to start chink and pow your way to China and start learning stuff, you know, on, on how to bring money what back to our people. What if we all come together and start selling fit teas? You heard? <laughs> no, let me stop. Let me stop. You, you know what? Start selling uh, waist trainers. Exactly. exactly. You know what? Fajas. Faja you know what? Not for nothing. I think I think we could make a good business selling radical Latino shirts. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, what? Yo, <laughs> say more, yo. <laughs> I think look, the best way for us right now, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but this is my opinion. Copy pasting right now. If our people what is the number one thing our people come here for? Opportunities, jobs and whatnot. Learn it here while you're in the United States. Copy it, paste it into your country, and you'll start making Latin America more profitable in no time. Yeah, I yeah. um, I, I gotta, I'm actually working on a uh, a a video on five ways to make a passive income on the side, not something that you should be, you know, quitting your job the next day. You know, actually making passive income on the side, and one of the five ways I put was um you know 
writing articles, making a website and writing articles and having ads on them. And believe it or not, guys, that wow. actually does bring in a lot of money. Believe it or not, you know, not life changing money. I'm just saying, but it does bring a lot of money. Also, uh, crypto mining. If anybody knows anything about crypto mining, yeah, I'm just a... joining Coinbase right now, so I'm yeah, just yeah. So, so, so crypto mining um, is different than Coinbase. Uh, Coinbase is just investing in cryptocurrency. Crypto mining is the the thing that people aren't investing. So basically, you set up a computer. Um, a bunch of graphic cards together and letting it work for you. You know, um, less than a thousand dollars. I swear to God, less than a thousand dollars, you could get a good crypto mining machine and start making money within probably twenty days. You'll make like fifty bucks, and the more uh, graphic cards you have, the more money you'll get. So there's people who have a bunch of crypto farms. Uh, believe it or not, actually, hold on. Let me see if I could get a. Wait, crypto farm. I'm gonna show you right now what majority of people do with uh with these uh with these uh, uh crypto uh mining things. Um, the the crazy part about it is it's so inexpensive. The most expensive thing is the graphics cards that you guys have to buy. Um, that's the mo that's literally the most expensive thing. And if you set up like four or five uh, different machines, dude, you'll be making bank like no other. Uh, so oh, this right. is a crypto. This is a crypto farm right here. This is okay. a bunch of computers just connect, just connected. Literally, a bunch of computers just connected, mining cryptocurrency. Literally, that's all they. That's all it is. And the easiest cryptocurrency right now to mine is Ethereum. Um, the hardest cryptocurrency right now to mine is bitcoin the reason is because they just changed their uh algorithm status um and it's a lot harder to to farm uh for crypto uh, for, for bitcoin you can still do it but you're gonna need a lot more of these computers um to actually get something back from it so a lot of people are, are doing ethereum right now and that's the reason what nft what NFTs are selling right now for is Ethereum, you know? So uh, right. I, I suggest, I suggest if anybody wants to make maybe $100 a day, uh, I suggest uh, invest in a good crypto mining machine. They're literally on Amazon for maybe 500 bucks, 300 bucks. All you need is a that and a bunch of graphics cards. The graphics cards are probably, that's, that's where your, most of your money is going to go. It's probably like a good graphics card is five hundred, six hundred dollars. You put one in, start making money, save some more, and then get another graphics card and another graphics card and another graphics card. You know. All right. Yeah. All right. Another thing is though, I have to ask you a question. Um, radical. What's up? All right. Be before anything, right? This is mm -hmm. like maybe three or four years ago when it was um ICQ. I was like in an Indian room or anything like that, and I didn't know crap about Bitcoin. I'm being honest. They were talking about bins and everything like that. So me, with the natural Western suspicion that I have, and to Far East guys who talk about money, I actually thought that Bitcoin was a scam until somebody yeah. was like, no, 
So all these Indians, they used to talk about, like, let me see your bins. Let me see your bins. And I did not know, and I still don't know what they were talking about even to this day. Maybe you could shed some light on that. Um, to be honest with you, I'm, I am a noob on this whole cryptocurrency thing. Um, Me too. I know, I know enough to survive. Um, there's a lot of cryptocurrency scams going on right now. For example, mining, you do not need to pay someone to mine Bitcoin. And if they're saying that they can make money within two hours, mining Bitcoin is full of bullshit. If you, oh, yeah, of course. If you're mining cryptocurrency, it does not take two hours. It literally takes three to maybe 30 days for you to get a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a Bitcoin. This is the reason why there's literally apartment spaces right now where people do not live in that people are renting out in New York City mm -hmm. filled with these computers. Literally filled. What they do is buy a $200 to $300 uh, air conditioner, literally put it everywhere in the house, have a bunch of, you know, crates and, 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 and bin, bins, but I don't know what other bins that they're talking about, but bins like this, and they just got a bunch of, you see all these fans right here? You know, those are all graphics cards. That's all they, that's all it is. Graphics cards. The little white thing on top is, is the power, is the power management. That's the, that's the power brick. So I'm telling you guys right now, if you guys want to make passive income, I'm going to put a video on out on this, but if you guys want to make passive income, one of all the right. ways is cryptocurrency mining. That's one of the ways. All right. That's one of the ways. I have no idea what bin is. I, I don't know. But what I do know is that when you um when you invest in, in cryptocurrency, you gotta really look at the graphs, the ups and down. They always go down and they always go back up. The ones I suggest to look for and to actually keep your eye on, and this is this is no joke. I'm that serious. Um the ones that I invested in. And I and I'm telling people to keep their eye on is so Shiba go to you know get Shiba which is the 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 Dogecoin equivalent get right. Dogecoin um right now uh also get Bat which means basic attention coin um right. Algo Rad which is Algo um cryptocurrency um what was it Chainlink. Chainlink is one of the other ones that is um, estimated to actually blow up. Right now, it's twenty three dollars a coin. Um, when I invested it in it, it was like what eleven dollars a coin. And when it went up, I actually made like some good profit off of it. I got to invest on in it again. This other one called Rad Crystal and YGG Yield. Um, Gald, I think it was a yield gald coin, I think it is. But those are the ones that I suggest people um look into and right. actually uh do also do a lot a 
um the the hustle was real <laughs> yeah 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 the hustle is real now i know yep. where is my next interview for latin explaining it's gonna bring radical and his crypto mining uh knowledge yeah, right? well, well yeah well yeah no this is this is something that i think we, we all need to um actually look into um i really suggest everybody go to google and and type in cryptocurrencies to look out for for 2021 literally do that every single day if a new article pops up into your google feed read it because there are financial advisors out there that are literally nerds about this whole thing and they go 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 deep down into why certain cryptocurrencies should be looked at and why other ones should be ignored you know what i'm saying so i really suggest you guys do that and when you guys do do that and you see how much a coin is going for, trust me, don't put all your money into it, but put a good amount every week. It's not going to hurt. Trust me, by five to six months, you're pointing $20 in every week. You already damn near put in like $1,000 and you already got a bunch of, bunch of coins and it's going to go up. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely, that's, that's one of my suggestions. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm putting out a video on this whole thing. So. You know, there's there's definitely a lot there's a lot of ways where people can make passive income, and it doesn't need to break the bank. It doesn't need to to make you you know go into debt. You know what I mean? And the yeah, biggest it, it thing won't break your need, bank. It won't break your bank. It, it, it will break the the listen. It will break the banking systems eventually. I mean, yeah. that's why. I mean, this is the future. What Rad is telling you that he's looking beyond the curve. Y'all need to jump on this, and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm into not, that stuff I'm too. I'm not going to. I I've spoken to some of the people in the panel out of the uh, privately, and Brotep knows what I'm doing privately. You know, not always. This, not always, but yeah. Uh, what you do privately, you know, what I'm saying that's <laughs> just fucking. Well, Brotep knows what I'm doing privately. This right here is just not me talking. This is something I'm actually yeah. achieving. This is All something right. I'm I'm actually doing, you know. And there's a reason why I'm I'm telling you it's super 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 easy to get into the ground floor on cryptocurrency mining. There's geeks out there, literally geeks out there, showing you how to cryptocurrency mine for like basically pennies. You know, um, mm -hmm. there's uh, actually hold on. Uh, mm, Listen, um, what I got to uh, say is. Don't let a good white girl go to waste. All right, a whole white girl died to bring you this uh, stuff. You guys know this, right? That the banking, the, the bankers killed this white girl who was one of the pioneers of the cryptocurrency. So, Did you so guys know that? There's videos like this every yeah, day. There's literally videos like this. $300 a day crypto, um, mining cryptocurrency. You know, $80 per day mining Ethereum. ETH is Ethereum. Um, there's a bunch of look. Look at that, five thousand per month. Um, from one, which is BS. A, a rig like this wouldn't wouldn't give you five thousand per month. But you gotta, you got these rigs are actually pretty expensive. But you gotta really know. So you guys could just put cryptocurrency, um, for beginners under one thousand. Let's just say under 1000 there's li there's literally they're, they're showing you they're showing you guides right now of under a thousand dollars where you could build right now a rig 
under a thousand to make money. This is not just me just 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 talking out of my this is something that you guys can actually do right now. Mm. Look, look at all these right here, these are graphics cards on the side. Those are the most important things that you need. Everything else, don't even worry about it. You could literally have a crappy processor. Memory doesn't even need to be a, a terabyte. It literally needs to be like 200 gigs or less than that. That huge thing right here, that bla that that black that black uh, box right there, that's the that's, power, that's, like, that's what that's what the power comes from. That's oh, where okay. that's where you need those big two sticks right here. Those are um R RTX graphics cards. Mm. You need a good graphics card to to actually cryptocurrency mine. And guess what? They get hot. And when they get hot, you need to cool them, you know, but these are, they're not very, they're not, this is not something that's going to break the back. I'm telling you, it's under $1,000 within, you guys could do it. Trust me, you guys can do it. So for Christmas, instead of asking for an iPad, ask for a <laughs> cryptocurrency mining, you know what I'm saying? So there's, these are, there's ways where people can make passive income on the side. This is not something that you're going to just become rich overnight but i'm telling you it's a good investment because little by little as any business knows once you start making once the business starts making money invest into it mm -hmm. you invest back into it once you invest back into it that's when they start making money for you and by the way it eats up a lot of electricity so don't don't come at me saying oh radical i got a Three hundred dollar uh, electrical bill. Light I'm like, bill. Well, well, that that pays for it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. but it's it's not. It, I'm telling you guys, it's it it, it works. Mm -hmm. These are these are ways. The, these are ways that people can the, make money. These are. Let me see. We need all these methods, and we need to circulate that throughout our communities so that we know that one. Social security is almost gone. There's a reason why you go out to Walmart and who's ringing up your stuff if it's not, you know, um, some old, you know, old white woman. It's an old white man. You know, even they're, they're getting out of retirement and they have to go back to work. Social security is, you know, right now it's <laughs> it's almost nothing like it pays almost nothing. And. They were saying that there won't be any social security for the generations that are coming after. So it's like, wow, you need to, to generate passive income. You need to generate some stuff that's royalties. Like write a book. All the people out here with opinions, write a book, right? All the OG, OG Del Rancho. Didn't he write yeah, a book? Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure he read a book, but uh, did he write a book at least? Yeah, right? uh, I wrote that. Problem is, to read a book, you need to have some sort of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, it's very, it's very easy for our people to make money. Like, for example, mm -hmm. for example, um, I'm not gonna tell you guys something that I don't do. Um, I have a website. I I write articles. Um, if it's not every day, is every other day. But I make sure I write them articles, and that website gets filled up with three or four articles either a day or every other day or every every other day you know and the reason why i do that one is going to bring in traffic to the website and two i'm going to get paid by the people who view my articles how do i get paid by it ads google will have ads on your website you need to get approved by google once google approves your website that they will run ads on your website, that's when you start putting on articles, and it can literally be your opinion 
or copy and paste articles from elsewhere, but you have mm-hmm. to you have to credit them. At the end of the article, you have to credit them. For example, let me just um let me see if I could give you guys an example right now then. Um so going going into my website, you know what I'm saying? Boom, right here. Go to Radical News. My website right here, boom. Let's say, let's say this um the $25 million lawsuit that these white supremacists got got hit for. Boom. Look at that. Mm-hmm. An ad just popped up. An ad just popped up. I hit close. Regardless, I just got paid. So mm-hmm. so this right here is a, a article that let me see who, who wrote it. USA Today just wrote it, right? So USA Today wrote it. I got this article. I gave my little opinion on it. But I pretty much have it there. And I just got paid because of the ad just popped up at the bottom. I said written by USA Today author. And if you click it, it's going to take you right to the link of that same article. I am giving credit to the people who wrote it. I'm not stealing their property. I'm just basically, you know, uh, 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 just relaying it to my audience and where they could find Mm -hmm. it. Now, this is a way where people can make money. You know, I just showed you guys another way. I'm telling you, these are really easy ways where people can make money. You don't have to be a super genius and you don't need a thousand subscribers just so you can make money on a website where you write articles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I need to holler at you. Um, I have some articles put up on that site. <laughs> I would love, I would love to, make, to write some articles too. Yeah. yeah, bro, it, it's easy, dude. Uh, li- listen, uh, um, check this out. Hold on, I'm actually, yo, I'm about to change the stream name into something else. You know, how <laughs> to make money. Check this out. Um, how much is where face month? So the plans for Squarespace right now starts at twenty five dollars. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Wait, hold on. We got wait, wait. It goes from twelve to forty dollars per month. So it really depends. I um, mean, and, and that really depends on um what you could do on the website if you want to sell things. But if you don't want to sell things, trust me, you don't have to pay that much. It's literally yeah. like twelve to fifteen dollars a month. You could literally have your own website. You do not need website building skills whatsoever. It's literally cut and paste, plug and play. It's right then and there. All you need if you Listen, if you guys could be on Instagram uploading pictures and you guys could figure that one out, you guys could figure how to make a website. It's not that hard. You know, you know what's what the problem with that, Radical? What happened? You know what's the problem with that? Uh, people are actually going to have to do something? It makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. You owe Jose some royalties, yo. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, this is this is a way to make money um you guys could literally make a, a good stuff radical putting us on game yeah uh you guys could literally make money on a website um and tr- trust me it'll drive traffic into it if you guys make punchy little you know uh captions on it and actually you know talk about the news talk about the things mm-hmm. that you that you feel you know talk about literally anything 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 one of the other Ways to make money is is you YouTube videos. We all know that, right? Yeah. So you know, also selling ads on your on your social media pages. If you got a thousand subscribers or even more than that, you could holler at these 
uh, ad agencies and say, listen, look at my engagement, look at what I'm doing, look at how much likes I'm pulling, pay me to advertise your stuff. You know, there's, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bunch of ways. I'm telling you guys, we, we need to band together and stop thinking like, oh man, I can't get, I can't really, I can't get paid. Literally, the, mo the majority of the things that I'm saying is you have to pay some money. Some of the other stuff is free. YouTube videos, this is free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yep. there, there's, I'm telling you guys, there's, there's a lot of ways that you got, we could all make money together. You think every time I either talk to the truth, I'm talking to, to Brotep or I'm talking to the niece, I'm always driving. Why am I doing that? Because I'm always moving around. <laughs> You know, I'm not just staying one on one spot. I'm always moving around. I always got things to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, these are ways that you guys can make passive income. I'm telling you, but you guys got to keep on going with it, though. You guys and can't that, just say that advertisement comes from Mr. Worldwide. Radical Latino, Mr. Unsuable, Mr. Unsuable for, for 18. Radical. <laughs> You might have a, a new career to, to get into now. Mm -hmm. What new career? Um, advertising. Yep. Advertising. Well, Already? Yeah, that, this might as well have been a paid, uh, uh, a sponsored stream. Basically. You, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, gave no, these dudes a bunch of business right here. Oh, I, I gave, uh, gave people a lot. Yeah, of you, you gave, you gave several, but, several different crypto mining companies. You just gave them some business. The people you were just talking about you just gave them some business you know yeah yeah, yeah i know i know i know, I know the, uh, yeah, what's what's the name of the website the uh the the, the the website for for making your own web uh whatever uh, squarespace squarespace space yeah you just gave them some some business yeah so that's good man the this is this is what i've been kind of talking about where we have to hustle Hustle is the name of the game right now. Like we can't, yeah. pe people are going out there. I couldn't believe people are still admonishing their kids to go out there and get a job. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but how about you, you urge them to try to start their own thing, like the crypto mining thing you're talking about, or make your website. If you have a magnetic personality and we know all these different cousins of ours, all these different friends and cousins of ours who they're the center of the of the attention in any room they walk into they are the life of the party you can monetize that yeah. on youtube right it, as long as you're as you're one level above somebody like dominican renaissance right um, do drink a mean, cup of coffee you mean dominican restaurant dominican no, no, restaurant no, no. He means dominican decadence <laughs> the <laughs> dominican decadence the, see that guy, he needs to drink a cup of coffee first and foremost before he does a video. Uh, th that's ridiculous. My Number recommendation two, is a Cuban cortadito to see if he wakes up. I don't know what that is. Is it some sort it's of coffee? Very, very, very yeah, strong it's a, coffee. It's a very strong <laughs> coffee. He needs three cups of that before he does a video. But if you're two notches above that or one notch above that level, you're going to get some views on YouTube. I mean, the stuff's not that hard. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm Listen, sorry. Get, get right. Guys, I'm telling you, you could literally look, look throughout the two years that I've been, I didn't even show my face. I, all I did was give my opinion on, on mm -hmm. certain things. You guys don't even have to do that if you don't want to. You could literally upload sound, sound one hour 
forest video sounds. You know how many people want to hear white noise just to go to sleep? I'm telling you, yeah. it's not <laughs> that's that weird. Yeah, it's literally it's not that hard. I'm telling you, it's not that hard. Once you guys hit a thousand subscribers and those videos are clearing 7k views, 200 something k views, that is passive mm -hmm. income you guys can have. I'm not saying that you're gonna retire from it. It's a good side hustle. I suggest everybody should at least try to find a way to make three to four to five ways of making passive income. I'm always running around. I'm always doing these are five ways that I actually do. These are things that I'm actually doing. You know, this is not just me just talking out of out of my out of my ass. YouTube videos, I do that. Writing articles, I do that. Crypto investment, I do that. Crypto mining, I'm currently doing it. Um, selling ads, I do that. This is something I actually do. So I'm telling you, I'm not saying something that I'm just going to, you know, I, I'm not doing. This is something that's like actually proven. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Critical Thinker says, have you guys read Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? I've read it. Um, I, I, I like it. I read it. But my, my biggest thing is if you guys have a passion, no matter what it is, try to focus onto it because trust me that's gonna get that's gonna definitely pay you that's definitely gonna pay you nobody should be here in this world being a worker everybody should mm -hmm. be thinking of how to be a boss with that being said <laughs> give everybody their little two minutes to give their right. final thoughts um truth teacher i know you old you gotta go to sleep soon so give me your final thoughts two minutes. everybody clip his nails <laughs> <laughs> It's fully groomed to go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, Denise, I got a question to ask you. Yeah, wait, go wait, ahead. Wait, 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 hold on, wait. Two teeth, you asleep? I think two teeth is asleep. All right. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he, he, he fell out. All right, all right, Don, go ahead, and then I'm gonna give the people two minutes. Go ahead. All right, Denise. Yeah, go ahead. Well, as you know, there's been t rumors and talks of uh supposed war between dominicans and haitians i guess after the killing of um the haitian president so what are your thoughts on these rumors and all these um how shall i say uh instigators of a war that may or may not come what are your thoughts about this i don't think there's going to be a war um we have heard this for many, many years, like in the early 2000s, I remember in 2007, uh, there was a lot of um, issues at the border between Haiti and the Dominican Republic where Dominicans at the border were shooting at Haitians that were trying to cross uh, because they were born at the border. Uh, that didn't cause a, a war. I think there's people that have some animosity towards Haitians. Uh, but it's not the majority of Dominicans. Um, the sentiment is dying out in large numbers. I think after 2008, it started dying down. Um, but you're also going to have, like, we have our Hispano tabs, slow tabs, snow mm -hmm. tabs, <laughs> and, and all the, all the tabs. You're still going to have a select group of people that are going to be ignorant, stupid, and that's going to keep you know, festering into a lot of things. But I don't think there's going to ever be a war because, trust me, that's the least thing Dominicans need. Um, and Haitians, I mean, mm -hmm. they, they're really not going to lose anything if they go to war. If anything, they're going to win something. 
So no. Dominicans know that. Yeah. Um. I wanna. Po- I wanna. Po- countries don't declare war on each other anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna. I wanna just start wrapping it up now. So Don, I'm gonna give you two minutes. Give me your uh, final thoughts. Um. My final thoughts about the case is that we still have a long ways to go as far as as celebrating or anything like that because if you actually look at it this this um i guess legal victory we still have many many more injustices to fight so we have to fight the good fight and get rid of the traitors that's all i got to say mm, okay all right thank you very much don don't be a stranger um I'm- Definitely invite you to any future live streams. You heard? Thank you. All right, cool. Um, so I'm gonna give it to Denise. Uh, Denise, give me your final thoughts. You got two minutes. Well, my final thoughts. Uh, going back to the Ahmad Arbery case. Um, this is not the end of racism. Um, so whoever is chanting that on social media, like, if you didn't heard the disgusting closing statement of the defense i mean they might as well just you know put some swastikas on and dance around uh with what they said and if you believe that white supremacy is a cancer in this country you are going to get triggered just as much as i did now with that being said it is a win in the micro (laughs) but uh because of course you know we got a conviction that's meaningful for charges that make sense but at the same time, in the macro, uh, we're still fighting uh, here we go. this fight. You know, we're still we're still going through it. So yeah. definitely, um, guys, don't let your guard down. This is far from over. This is just the beginning. Uh, and and just keep moving forward. And and like I said, don't let your guard down. And get the strap. All right. Okay. And give a Denise. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Thank you very much, Denise. Um, thank Roma- you. Don't be a stranger. Definitely come back um, and, you know, grace us with your, your opinions. Absolutely. Thank you, Radical, right. for having me. Right. Thank you, Kenny. No problem. Um, all right. I'm going to have uh, Brotep, you know, um, give me his final thoughts. Uh, two minutes, bro. Go ahead. All right. Listen, these guys, they were offered up way too quick. That's why we shouldn't celebrate because we need to see every other layer that's underneath that rotten onion that that's that's the move right now stop celebrating early the ball is still in play and these people are still uh, they walking around dancing in the you know whatever the whatever the, the sports analogies are i'm not a sports geek but when we have a case like the ahmad arbery case where these guys are so overtly racist and then the people behind that are like yeah here these three sacrificial lambs go away now that's when our ears should perk up a little bit so keep pressing on you know what i mean stop celebrating early and denise was absolutely right the defense in this case the defense lawyers attorneys they might as well have had swastikas on and then been like you know high-fiving and or high fiving you know each other in the courtroom this was ridiculous and there while that's happening there are a bunch of other cases going on which we'll hit on and some other live streams right but shout out to you shout out to the panel this was a great panel great show great stream like comment subscribe hit that bell for notifications 
If you're on any social media platform, go ahead and share this and, you know, come back to this channel with a friend or two or ten. I'm out. Thank you. You are huge uh, on DeMarco for that one. Thank you very much, bro. Uh, You're always a pleasure to, to speak with. No doubt. No doubt. All right. All right. Peace. Okay. Uh, good evening. It's <laughs> well, Jose. I'm gonna give you your 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 final two minutes. Give me oh. your final statement. Go ahead. Well, first of all, thank you for allowing me to be part of the stream. Um, I think it's very premature to start. You know, you know, doing the victory dance until um, you know, we see what type of sentences these guys get, and even still, you know, we have a long way to go. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that I will be live this Tuesday, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. And the topic will be how to deal with depression. Now, no, I'm not going to be dealing with um, supremacy, with supremacy like you do. You're the expert. I, <laughs> my field is to deal with everyday issues. And, yeah. and of course, radical, I'm still waiting for the day that you decide to grace my channel. With yeah. your presence, so you can opine and give your final words. No, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a, a notification on my thing, so I won't forget. Cause I, I get so caught up in my things, I, I forget the outside world exists. You know. I so, understand that, but you know what? I'm kind of like the little engine that could. I have 34 subs, but yet yeah. I've been bought. So. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, though. Um. Yeah. Send me. Send me the link. And, uh, and, I already and, sent you the link. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then. Uh. I got you. Don't worry about it. I definitely. Okay. I, I'm gonna. So I'm thirty Tuesday. Gotcha. 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 And of All course, right. you know, I gotta close the same way I was. Of course. People, please be careful out there, because we're dealing with a thing called C19, and we must do everything we can to avoid contact with the mentally and intellectually challenged people. Because if we fail to do so, we would be infected by the stupidity and massive insanity. And then we will be talking like someone that's brain damage. <laughs> that's been Jose. All right, give a huge shout out. Thank you, Jose. Thank you very much. Uh, don't be a stranger. Definitely come back and grace us with, with your, uh, with your wonderful opinions. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna catch you out later. All right, guys. Um, that has uh, that was the end of the stream. Let me know what you guys thought. Let me know what you guys were thinking. Um, I think see Pioneer says, oh. What uh YouTube stuff showing the dislikes and the likes too? No, 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 no. There's for some reason I don't know why my channel is so weird. Like whenever I have uh live streams, uh you know, uh uh there or I have uh you know um videos that's gonna come out scheduled, the likes and dislikes are always you know not showing until later on. So just give it a couple of days and. You know, I'll definitely show. But anyway, I hope you guys um really liked the game that I was uh, dropping at the end with the whole, you know what I mean, the crypto joint and all that. I'm telling you guys, um, just research anything before you jump into it head first. Research anything before you dive into 
something because um there a lot a lot of things always move on and move around and remember um guys that you don't want to just go into one thing blind you know what i mean you definitely got to research and definitely got to find out what are the good and the bad um one thing that i'm actually doing now that it's new um every time i finish a live stream that this live stream will be in the audio form on the podcast so definitely look out for that for the people who don't want to listen um on youtube and can't lock your phone you're definitely going to hear it on the podcast parts of it audio version so definitely um look out for that that is going to go out in a couple of hours so just give it a few just give it a few minutes or an hour and it'll definitely be live um the only thing i edit out from the podcast is the um beginning you know the whole 10 minute thing i edit that whole thing out so anyway, 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 with that being said, um, I'm going to catch everybody later and I'll see y'all next week. All right. Peace.